0: There are times that you make a mistake of getting too deep with someone you don't know. (laughs) And I am your host, Devon, and you are listening to another episode of Center of the Sun Podcast. Thank you for listening. (laughs) I took a hiatus. I'm so sorry. But sometimes you make the mistake of getting too close and too deep with people that you're like not even, should not be close with or deep with. Like people you barely met. You like hung out with them like once or twice. Like that's not okay. And it's dangerous. There's danger. I'm here to tell you about the danger of doing that. Get on the flow! Because you're not being careful. <laughs> I'm, I don't know why I'm singing. I don't know why I'm, I'm in a singing mood today because you are, you know, you're, you're here, you're listening, but you also um, keep arriving to the same conclusion um, when you do that. When you get too close to people you should not be close with, you know what that conclusion is. Yes, you do know what that conclusion is because you keep arriving there. And it's the fact that you keep losing people. You keep fearing that. And um, today we're going to try to work through that. We're, we're, we're going to, you know, do a little bit of self, self-actualization. self Hallelujah. Um, no, um, no, but we are going to be doing self-actualization, but not in the Christian faith. Um, that was just the T.S. Madison thing. Anyway, your divinity you know cannot be contained in this physical reality so you know let's just like let's get into it um so just like imagine yourself driving around in a fucking quarantine alone um it's the apocalypse you know it's the corona apocalypse and you're driving around um town in your white hat and you're just like giving away uh, giving away free shit and you get to the end of your you know your little task for the day feeding zombies and things like that Making sure everyone's good, you know? Um, and you get to the end of your journey and then you realize that, like, you have not received not nothing in return. And not that you were, like, asking for anything, but, like, it would have been, like, really nice. Um, but that's something you find, you're, it's a situation you find yourself in a lot, um, especially during times where we have to be isolated. You kind of start thinking, like, damn, I do so much for so many people and nobody does anything for me. Um, But you've, you know, that sudden realization, you know, maybe you're just fucking crazy. So like you suddenly realize something like that. And then the, the, the first thing I would do is I would think I was fucking crazy. Like Devon, get your shit together. You're, you do not. You do not do that with people. Like, if you give something away, like, you're supposed to fucking give it away and let it go. Like, let go and let Barbara Duke or whatever the fuck. And maybe, you know, you're just fucking crazy. Why would you give some, some, something away freely and then expect something in return? You're dumb. Like, you are a gutter butt trollop. Like, You're stupid. Goofy, movie-looking-ass bitch. Uh, that's what you are. But are you really crazy? I don't think so. I don't... I think it might be normal. That's what I think. But, you know, continuing on with our little thought experiment, like, after reflecting on something like that, um, you eventually realize that you... You were inclined to give away, you know, not material things, but just like, think about just like emotional things. Like you get close to people, um, you seek opportunities to get close to people. Like, why do you do that? Like you seek opportunities, like your natural inclination, you know, seems like, oh, my natural inclination is to be hurt. No, your natural inclination is to be open and just like loving and willing and people don't reciprocate that. Um, and we know, and through just like the simple, like there's a book called like love languages, like people share and receive love in various ways. And the way that you share and receive love might just be different than some, how other people share, or receive it. So eventually you realize that you do, you're doing all of this getting close because you wanted to be loved back. You wanted to be cared for back. And nothing material, nothing that costs anybody anything, but like a moment of their fucking time, a thought, a wink, a prayer, something. Golly, like people are so fucking selfish, like gosh. But literally, reciprocation is is more, you know. It, it means more when it comes from somebody you didn't just meet. It does mean more when it comes from somebody that you truly open up with. And sometimes you, you know, you feel like you make a mistake. At what point do you close up? But if you close up, then you, then you really don't have no options. Like the answer was always no. So the answer was always no if you never ask. So what do, why do I have to keep asking her? Like what's going on, honey? Those feelings, the, the feelings that you want to be shown back to you, they come from a place deep inside like deep inside you like deep inside of your psyche like deep in places deeper than your deepest deep uh there are places that you can access that people access all the time um that are more relaxing and deeper than your own deep sleep cycles um there are multiple parts multiple levels of your spirit you may feel shame disgust embarrassment <laughs> You know you might feel like you're being stared at you know just kind of like you're talking and people are just like "Uh, uh," and people are just looking at you because they don't understand you they're just staring blank stare at you or that you're just a walking eyesore you're walking on eggshells or something like that like why do people not, not fucking respond in the way that i expect them to it's so weird but it's normal it's normal to feel like it's normal to feel like well specifically it's normal to feel like that You know, like, oh, I'm walking walking your sore, like, uh, like, all eyes on me, like, it feels weird, like, that awkwardness is normal to feel like that. Especially when, like, people, just all they give you is, like, a cold stare, you know, dead eyes, (laughs) like, unwilling to share any sort of emotion, like, it is really awkward, so. What are you gonna do? How are you gonna... you're going to combat this like draining ass behavior that people display well you've mainly combated it by just forming superficial relationships which are fine and they never fucking last though and i would say the fake friendships and the fake like the fake relationships hurt more They kind of make you feel like shit because it's just like, oh shit, like you do all of this, it's just fake. And then it's like, it's like taking a Xanax, like I fucking hate Xanax. Because you take this medicine, you feel like a million bucks, and you feel it rise, and you just ride this wave, and then you just gently fall back down, direct reality, and everything is shit. And then when you wake up, it's not only the same, it's clearly the same. Like, it is like... Oh my god, it is like clear as day. Like all any sort of haziness that I had about my, my reality has now been washed away by the contrast of being on Xanax. And um so that, that's why I don't take that shit, but that's what friendships are like to me. The the fake ones anyway. And I'm and I'm I'm not gonna tell you to look, you know, look forward, look forward to the future. Like you everything will be all right. Like that's what the Clark sisters do, okay? Like, this is not the Clark sisters. We're not going to just, like, damn you to hell and just, like, don't think about it. It's fine. Like, everything is going to be fine, guys. Like, that's not what we're going to do. I'm not going to tell you to look forward to the future because that's pretty much irrelevant. It's irrelevant because it's not reality. Yet. And you probably don't even have like dreams or aspirations to follow in the first place. You are completely lost, I would say. But you still feel deeply grateful for having a place in this reality. That's what depression is. It's weird. You feel the pride of your good actions. You know, it feels good to help people. It feels good to open up. But there's a flip side to all of that. And that doesn't have... It doesn't have to, like, change the fact that you need to find a way to foster relationships with other people. And especially ones that don't leave you alone and empty. So how do you do that? You do that by... Cultivating your life force energy. So imagine, imagine a situation in which you um, are constantly finding or searching and searching and searching externally for things that you need and want. But the gag, (laughs) the gag is, is that it's already exists inside of you in a trace amount. And all you have to do is call it. Call it forth. Coronavirus. (laughs) Call it forth. Uh, You can do what pastors do. You know how they say, speak it into existence, literally, but you don't speak it outside of yourself. You speak it inside of yourself through cultivation of life force energy. What is life force energy? Oh my God. I'm so glad you asked because it's so cool. Um, The life force energy is something that we've touched on before. We touched on it by talking about crystals and talking about nutrition and like meditation and stuff like that, but we've never really had a true application of like, why is it relevant to you today at this juncture? Well, life force energy, I stumbled upon it randomly. All of these things I've stumbled upon. Like I've never like planned anything. I just kind of just was like in the universe and I was just like, oh my God. New shit reveals itself to me all the time. And there are reasons, you know, there's reasons why, you know, there's the brain and there's pattern. We're pattern recognition machines and all that kind of shit. If you listen to my show, you already know how I feel about all this shit. But um, about our ability to recognize patterns, but it's not for like, because just for the sake of recognizing patterns, it's because it's important to our spirit, our soul development. Hallelujah. Um, anyway, what is life force energy? I'm, I'm going to stop being blasphemous to Christians. Sorry. Um, life force energy. So my definition based in with evidence, and I have sources and all Bruce Lipton. I stumbled upon it by, talk, by reading the biology of belief by Bruce Lipton. He is a PhD geneticist, whatever dude. And he figured out that these life, that these organizing forces that we are underneath some invisible hand that we might call God or might have always known intuitively was called God. Um, That force right there, girl, that like organizes like, so you have like your cells and your DNA and your, you know, your fluids and all that kind of stuff. But why is it in that? Why does it look like a man though? You know, like this, you could have any combination of any of these particles, but why does it look like you you know why does it look like devon or sally or whoever um and that force that literally puts it together then gives it gives it the form like why is a triangle triangle like we know like the dimensions of a triangle and we know like if you put like three six together like this how you get a triangle but like why is a triangle a triangle in the first place like that thing that god thing that creation thing so those organizing forces in the universe have been uncovered by expanding upon the current theories of quantum mechanics and quantum theories and theories of light and all that kind of stuff that Einstein and all those smart people came up with. Um, and something very specific jumped out at me, just a connection, you know, our, we're pattern recognition machines. So I'm like, okay interesting. Um, we always talk about, you know, the alkaline diet. So let's take a new age thing. You know, like an alkaline diet, like you gotta eat alkaline and da, 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 blah, blah, blah. And I personally don't seek out alkaline foods and shit like that because it's like our stomachs are acidic. So if we put too many alkaline things in our acidic stomach, then it overworks your stomach and then it produces inflammation anyway. So I don't understand You have to create... You have to be be mindful of balance. That's what I've learned about being alkaline and stuff. But I do only drink spring water. I try to only drink spring water and that has made a huge difference on like being sick and stuff like that. But um, because alkaline things, certain viruses and whatever cannot exist in alkaline environments and I've been testing it just anecdotally and it seems to be working. But anyway... ph for instance like why do why the fuck are we even looking up alkaline foods and I think it's because we don't understand the definition of ph so like I'm just gonna google it right quick cause I don't really know it either but I know it doesn't mean fucking what we think it means so what does um P- I'm typing ph mean I'm like uh, I'm in a movie like oh dear john dear uh, dear journal like, what does the PH mean? Let's go to Khan Academy. Let's just go to a good source. I think he's a good source. He teaches kids or something. Oh, that's definitely not. That's definitely not what I needed. Um, no, that's a transcript. Somebody could have told me that Khan Academy was a fucking video. Um, let's go to somebody's government. Let's go to the usgs.gov. I don't know what you are, but we're going to do it. So water source, water science. So pH and water. So we're just going to read right off from the government's website. What is this agency? U.S. Department of Interior. The U.S. Department of Interior says, States on their website and I quote uh, the United States Department of Interior might I add because I've been blasting this all over the fucking world. Anyway, uh, pH is a measurement of how acidic or basic water is. The range goes from 0 to 14. And the reason why this jumped out on me on social media was because people were like, oh my god, Like eat lemons. It is a pH of 22. Um, It it goes from 0 to 14. With seven, with seven being neutral, and um, all that good stuff. So, uh, pH of less than seven indicate acidity, whereas pH of greater than seven indicates a base. The pH of water is a very important measurement concerning water quality. So, uh, pH. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see what pH means. Uh, pH da, 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 indicates well, I'm trying to see what it actually means because it means like percentage of hydrogen or something. It's some logarithmic unit. Um, let me see. Diagram of pH. Importance of pH. The pH of water determines the solubility. I'm so sorry. I'm looking up pH. In the biological availability of chemical constituents such as nutrients and heavy metals For example, in addition to affecting how much and from what form of phosphorus it is most abundant in the water, pH also determines whether aquatic life can use it. So basically, um, what, uh, what does pH mean though? Stand for pH. What does pH stand for? pH stands for potential hydrogen. pH scale is a scale that is used to rank the basic or acidity of a substance. So the potential hydrogen, I didn't know that that's what pH stood for. And when I saw that, let me get back to my notes here. When I saw that, it was like, wait, our, it's like, we talk about pH when in electricity, we talk about pH in our bodies. We talk about pH in everything. Like everything is related to pH, And everything is linked to hydrogen in some way. And by looking at what binds hydrogen, like we know hydrogen like is important, but like why is hydrogen the way that that it is? When you start looking at that question, you can sort of deduct that hydrogen itself has some sort of importance. Um, And that's where the pattern Came from. I was like, okay, like hydrogen is kind of important. um, And we use hydrogen in all kinds of ways. It's a gas, it's a solid, it's this, it's that. And when trying to understand why particles of hydrogen have unique structures or have unique behaviors, there's a specific scientist, his name is Rogero Santilli he is, i think he was employed by the department of defense or the the department of whoever homeland or whoever patents in the in, in the united states because he has been able to manipulate the um the bonds between the atoms in that make one hydrogen particle or whatever it is like i don't know what happens i don't know what it, i don't know what he means like there's like electrons and shit that's like all kinds of shit going on he can break those magnetic bonds millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom like Evan who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds salads generally for most people are the easy button right for me that wasn't an option I never really was a salad guy that's just not who I am but Noom worked for me Yeah, that plush. And the best part, for every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze... Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. And you know what's released? Just like heat, like really good heat, clean. Clean radiation with no exotic particles, like they're not smashing shit together. So he just like uses temperature or something. He he does he has he uses all of these different factors. He manipulates gas in some way that he can break the magnetic bond of gas and get to the like the uh, more f- foundational form of, hydro- of hydrogen. And it and it was so compelling that it. Even he had to look at because he was looking at Einstein's theories and he was like wait Einstein's theories work like yeah like they're great like thank you but they only work in a vacuum and they only work if it can be reversed so it's like if you walk two steps like you're like say if like somebody said like walking is only if you walk two steps and walk back the exact same two steps. Like, that's the only way that you're allowed to move. And then you would never move. It's like, that is kind of what Einstein... Like, Einstein's theory was just very, like, unfinished. It was like, okay, girl, like, thank you for, like... That is a really great point. We we will take it under advisement. But it's not... It doesn't give us the whole picture. And what Rogero Santilli... I stumbled upon him because I was like, wait, why... Hydrogen specifically, and I don't know why he can break the bonds of hydrogen, but um, using temperature, he basically found the perfect temperature and pressure that breaks the bonds of hydrogen, and he patented it, so we don't know what it is. But um, while other nuclear, they smash, they use heat to smash it and shit like that. Or they use something else to smash things together that create exotic particles. But Rogero Santilli indicated to me that he was able to do all of this. Um, But I talked about it in the last episode. But it indicated to me that if he was able to break the hydrogen bonds, the magnetic bonds of gas, then, like, what if we just did, what if we didn't break the bonds, but, like, we have the same bonds inside of us. So, like, that same power that he's releasing as steam, like, he's creating, like, power. He's creating, like, an entire nuclear generator With like a one canister of gas and we are like an infinite supply of that shit. And so we have the ability to, I don't know, use our power in some kind of way. There is a power. And when we say power, like the heat and stuff like that, our bodies work in a similar fashion to like a reactor. Basically, he created a new reactor um, where they break the bonds of hydrogen and we are bound together. And composed, you know, we're bound together composing all particles that exist in, in the universe. We're bound together in a similar way. Um, And we're bound together also by magnetism because it's like we know we have like skin that keeps us together. But like why is our skin formed around our bones? Like why are our bones that, that shape in the first place? And that force we are thing about us being the supreme being that we are like we are conscious of it so it's one thing to have the force the life force but it's another thing to be conscious of life force and be able can you control life force I don't know you have to come back next next week we're gonna just touch on like is it possible to even control life force which it is um emotions that's why you. That's why you can control it because they're your emotions. Your emotions. You often get hot inside of your body or cold or whatever it is. Like your emotions move temperature and you sense things based on emotions. And then you start sweating. You have some sort of output of water and salt, and all of those things are a result of a chemical process inside of your body related to hydrogen and magnetism and shit like that that we don't understand because we've never been taught about it because we've just been talking about fucking atoms and neutrons and shit when we didn't know that there was something else, that you could break that shit apart and there's even more power in between those two things. Those neutrons and those electrons, if you break those apart, understand why those have a structure and why If you, in the quest of understanding why they have a structure, you realize that the structure can be broken quite easily (laughs) by living beings. But it's a chemical reaction. Everything is a fucking chemical reaction. And um, that's why you feel like you want to open up to other people. It's chemical reactions. Your emotion, you're not having emotions for no fucking reason. You're having emotions for a very specific reason and you should lean into it even though it sucks. And you already call all of, and and I say lean into it because you've already called this self-organizing force God. You already think this is what is the end all be all for the universe. And this is just like the fucking like glue that's holding the shit together. Like, what is it? What is the grand, what is the larger scheme of things? You already call this self-organizing force God. It's inside of you and outside of you. This is what the Bible was trying, was trying to tell you, but you're too worried about people and places and things that it's literally, it's talking about some sort of life force or some anime. It's the, it's the force that b- binds and animates every single being and thing and movement in this reality. And you can gather it up. That's the best part. That's why it feels like ter- It feels like church because you can gather it up and it's yours to hold in your hand. It's why you feel disconnected from other people. And it's why you feel inclined to reach out to other people. Because this force, it wants to be bigger. It wants to, it's self-organizing. Everything is self-organizing into one thing. I don't know what that thing is going to be. I don't know if we want to do that, but that's what it is. You probably don't want to do that. But if you did want to do that, if you did want to like lean into this life force energy, how do you do it? It's all around you. It's inside of you. It's outside of you. Like if it's there, you just call on it. Yeah, you do actually. (laughs) Actually, it's like, it's super easy and you do it through meditation. And coming from somebody... You do it in in multiple ways but today we're going to talk about meditation and you do it through meditation and meditation fucking sucks because as you can tell on this podcast I'm like a little bit a lot and my thoughts are a lot and when I meditate it just all comes crashing down on me and then I don't know who I am and so what do I do like I still everyone has to meditate you have to get to, to the place where you can calm your mind because you have the ultimate control. So what do I do? Um, You want to access the part of your mind. There is a part of your mind where rest and relaxation is deeper than what you even know. If you've never meditated and fallen asleep, you've never understood that there is deeper sleep than deep sleep. And you have to practice accessing this part of your mind. And you have to practice accessing your executive functions. You have to practice and your executive functions as the name denotes. Is your bougie part? Is your higher self, girl? And it's no different than who you are right now without it. But, you know, it's no different. It's not a supernatural part. It's just your calm part of your brain that's waiting for you to calm the fuck down so it can be confident and smart and quick. And funny and, you know, all those parts of you that you wish you had, which you know they're there, that they that, that sometimes when you get drunk it comes out or, you know, something. Those parts, you can access those parts of yourself at all times. And you have to call your higher self down. You have to call help. And then that's where I also believe that's, that's how you can also heal yourself, too, if you believe. If you, if you believe. Um but that's like advanced like shit that I don't even really know if it's possible because I don't know if that's what humans should be doing. But anyway, you can rewire your brain by meditating. And I meditate um using binaural beats. So you just go on YouTube. I ha- I have a subscription so I don't watch ads, so there might be an issue with mid-roll ads that you may have to resolve. Um, by paying for something, but I think it's worth it. Um, and you just type in, you know, gamma waves, pure, pure gamma waves Binaural Beats, and uh, you you can also say it into the thing because it's hard to spell. I always have to check it. Always, I think I have to do auto check every time or auto complete. But you can just search for pure gamma waves or pure theta waves or pure whatever. Just try them all and uh, see how you feel because but you have to use headphones it's because you're putting two different tones in either ear and by doing that it kind of fucks up your brain like for like 30 seconds and then it forces your brain to create a coherent signal inside of your head so it's hearing like say it's hearing 40 hertz in the, in the left ear and 68 hertz in the other ear and then in your brain it creates a specific a specific frequency and then in that and then that frequency is related to like waking or sleep or some some sort of thing about you. And then if you focus on that frequency, you create coherence a lot faster. You basically fall into a trance. Um, and if you're not and I still kind of fall asleep a little bit when I do it. So like you have to practice, practice, practice to not fall asleep. But when you don't fall asleep you can you know kind of go within yourself and have a meeting with yourself like talk to your higher self it it's waiting uh he's he's he or she is there it's not a person it's just you um but you need to do this all the time you don't have to do it every day just do it as much as you want to that's the that's the thing like just listen to your body and be like Like, whenever I'm, like, agitated or whenever I'm confused or whenever I have a lot of stuff going on or whenever I have these thoughts in my head, like, oh, I'm just an eyesore, like, I'm walking around, go put some meditation on. Go remind yourself and not for the simple fact of finding an answer or something. Just go remind yourself who you are and go, like, see the swirls around, like, when you close your eyes, like, go look at the back of your eyelids and, like, look at it. That is your brain data. That is like, if you were to, like the matrix, you know, like the green letters going down, like that is basically your data splashing across your screen, the projector of your mind. And you need to go watch that fucking projector um, because the sum of your experience can teach you something. That's your higher self. Your higher self is basically the sum of everything you've been through. And, uh, and it knows what to do next based on, it knows what to do next based on you are a human so you have survival mechanism so based on like very concrete things like your higher self knows what to do next based on what you've given it go talk to your higher self that's what also another thing that, that you could do people use tarot um tarot is not and if you are new to tarot or something just look at the images in, in the card that's someone else's higher self reminding you you know through a collective consciousness um those images are very specific and you can go, if you can't think of an image in your mind, and that's why I'm grateful for like, that's why I share all of this with you. Cause it's like, comes naturally to me. I don't have to use higher powers or anything. Like I just, it's already there inside of me. But if you didn't have images that you could create in your mind, cause I just learned that some people don't have that ability to do that. I was like, Oh my God. Like I thought that was, everybody could like having a match. Everyone has an imagination, but like not everybody does. And you can use images like tarot and runes and symbols like that. And you can meditate on those symbols. But I tell you that you have to practice all of this because I want you to do something very specific when you meditate on these things. You have to pair your meditation with visualization. And I made the mistake of assuming that everybody can visualize it in their mind and they can't. Um, you need to like work on your nutrition and your decalcify your pineal gland and shit like that. But and, dec- and decreasing stress in your body, because I feel like all of these things are blocking you from being able to see yourself clearly. Um, but you have to practice that with. Um, you have to pair that and practice pairing meditation with images of who you dream you should be. Like you have to, you have to give yourself a reminder about who you are right now, and also who you will be. And like, not should or could or would or will. You have to visualize it like that is you. you remember who you are, but like you're supreme being, so you can like. Remember, you're going to go see in the future who you are to remember what you're supposed to be doing real quick, right quick, you know? Um, stress. Stress, it limits your ability to even consider any of these things. So meditation, nutrition, and perturbations of ether. Uh, those are my tips for you. Meditating, Um making sure that you get into your trance, whatever it is, wherever they, because it doesn't matter how you meditate. Some people use yoga. Some people do it silently. I can't do that. I feel like people are screaming at me. I feel like I'm a schizophrenic or something. I don't know, but I can use binaural beats and I can get into my trance quickly and I can go and convene with my higher self and I can go fall into my consciousness and understand through the front door. Some people go to the back door, you know, they use acid and, and DMT and all that kind of shit and you can go convene with your higher self then but that's like coming through the scary basement. It's like, oh my God, like, I don't want to see the spiders first. I want to see the stained glass windows first. Like, come on, like, golly. But, um, go convene with your higher self and, and I swear those thoughts of being like, I'm not good enough and like, I'm a fucking failure. Um, you know, this man, Rogero Santilli, these smart ass people, they, they, this is where this stuff comes from. It doesn't come they're not just waking up because they have good genes and shit. Like they just have cl- closer access to to their higher self. They can cultivate this life energy. You're going to be cultivating your spiritual energy. You have to start somewhere. This is how you do it. This is how you start planting the seeds of cultivation. This is how you find your purpose too. Rogero Santilli, he created a whole fucking thing, a, a whole a whole new map. He called it uh isomathematics. Isomathematics hadronic mechanics. You know, he's he he was his PhD man. And he found these new relationships between numbers and and equations and reversible processes and irrevers- and irreversible processes. He was like, wait, Albert Einstein's smart, but like, Albert Einstein's only smart in a vacuum. Like, what about like, when you, when you burn something? You can't unburn something. You know, like, what happens to light then? You know, like, what happened to the speed of light when you burnt that damn thing? Like, and it went somewhere else. Like, you, he, they could not explain that. And, um, you know, he considered environment as the cause of operations like motion. You know your environment is the medium through which light travels. So, so therefore, you, we're not measuring light. We're, we should be measuring the medium. We should be measuring the atmosphere, and that's what he figured out. He figured out that when you start measuring the fucking atmosphere and seeing like why is the atmosphere, why does the atmosphere make the letter A or make a circle? Like why, like why does space create balls, basically, and or whatever it is. And he figured out that like oh it's magnetism Okay well then can we stop the magnet Can we just like we know how the magnets work On earth like can we stop it in fucking The same situation of like Speed of light and shit and he was like Bam created a whole new reactor It was like crazy shit But how do you get to those moments of like Clarity how do you get to those moments Of extreme Intelligence so you have to go higher self. There is no other way um, you have to sit in a fucking quiet room. You have to take the ads off. You have to turn off the lights. So you have to basically get a fucking um, eye mask, stopping the external light from coming into your fucking face and just working with the light that's already inside of you. There's so much. Woo! Come on, somebody. There's so much power that resides within you. Oh, it's so exciting. What are you going to do today? Hopefully you're, you're going to look up some binaural beats, maybe, you know, get on some supplements. You know, if you want it, if you want some good supplements, I just started some uh, symbiotica supplements. I do not believe in supplements um, unless they are edible supplements. So, um, and I mean edible, like the form of it is, I can clearly understand how it gets into your cells. So anyway... Um, thank you for listening. Please email me your thoughts. I want to know. Please host at centersun21.com. Also, you can find me on Twitter at naturaldevon uh, or devon.org. My name is spelled D V A U G H N.org. Thank you for listening. This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's best sellers: Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. When you make the brave decision